0: The Anderson family. Hold this suitcase open,
1: Junior.
2: Is Grandpa even, Pop?
1: I think he is. But
2: Oliver, he's my father.
1: I know it. Hand me those slippers, that bathrobe, and that ten-cent can of talcum powder. Well, I'd be glad to get rid of that smell.
3: Uh-oh, here we go again, folks. <laughs>
0: And now let's visit the Andersons. Well, the trouble started when Mary Anderson's father drove his car from the east to visit Mary for a few days. The few days have gradually grown until now, two weeks later, the father has shown no signs of leaving. Oliver's thoughts keep turning to what is the best way to ease him out of the picture without hurting him. And who can blame him when things like this have been happening day in and day out? For instance, yesterday morning at 5 a.m., and I mean 5 a.m. in the middle of the night, Oliver is awakened by the sound of bells ringing. Uh,
1: uh,
0: uh, Mary. Mary, is that the phone?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, phone?
1: Uh, I hear a bell. Sounds like an alarm.
2: Oh, I hear it, dear. <sighs>
1: it's
2: Father. I asked him not to set that alarm so early.
1: Well, it's like asking him not to eat so much. Mm. Oh. I don't know
2: what we can do about it, Oliver.
1: I do. Have your mother wire him to return home at once. Oh, That's not fair, Oliver. Uh, what is it?
4: Come on, sleepyhead. Time to get up.
1: Oh, I just went to bed.
4: Oh, come on. You ain't gonna spend your life in bed, are you?
1: I'd like to spend just one full night.
4: We'll be right down, Father.
1: Hey, oh, oh, sit so... up
4: up and see the beautiful sunrise. Oh.
1: Sunrise? It's just set, isn't it?
4: <laughs> I say I'll go down and put the coffee water on. Mix up a nice batch of flapjacks. Just the water, Dad. No flapjacks. Oh, train no trouble at all. Nothing like getting a nice early start. Ooh.
2: I guess Dad's getting in his early morning horseshoe pitching out in the backyard.
1: Oh, how can he see in the dark?
2: Oliver, if I hear another one of those horseshoes, I'll scream. Days of it. Oh, he learned to pitch them in Nebraska.
1: Is this game of horseshoe native to Nebraska?
2: I'm sure I don't know. Father was always the best pitcher in his hometown. Kind of hate at this late date to tell him there's something in life besides
1: horseshoes. What do the women do in Nebraska? Yippee! Oh, now what? My oh, my. Oliver,
2: he'll wake up the neighborhood.
1: Well, it just goes to shore. You can't put a 60-acre boy on a 60-foot lot.
4: I oh, never pitched better in my life. Wonderful. Yes, sir. I'd sure like to get that Homer in the game. I'd take him for his house and lots.
2: You'll do no such thing to Homer, Father. Yep.
4: How are them flapjacks coming? Just
2: fine. Sit down here. Hold your plate. Will three hot cakes be enough?
4: Yeah, you just keep them coming, Mary. I'll tell you when. Uh, a little syrup
1: there, Oliver. Uh, uh, oh, me? Oh, syrup. Yeah, sure. There you are. And remember, it's tough to get uh, now. Uh,
4: I know it, I know it. And especially, Oliver, this real maple syrup.
1: Mm. Yes, sir. Uh, want me to help? Uh, help? Well, I thought your arm was getting tired holding that syrup bottle up <laughs> so long. That's
4: there. what I like about you, Oliver. Mm,
1: now... <laughs> How are you going to find the hotcakes? Dive for them? Isn't that awful?
4: (laughs) A man who can clown is what I call a happy man. Yeah. Uh, Now, Mary, if you'll just pile them three cakes right right, here. All right.
2: All right. I'll catch you on the next trip, Oliver.
1: Thanks. Say, Father, do you have to pitch horseshoes all day long?
4: Mm, No, no. Nope, I don't. Well,
1: fine. But I invented a new horseshoe. Invented a new horseshoe?
4: Yep. Uh, It's called ringer every time. I thought while I was out
1: here, I'd sell it to some manufacturer. Oh, I see. Well, we need horseshoes right now, too. But while you're selling them, you'll be home for meals, won't you?
3: There. Have everything now, Oliver? Well, I guess so. Morning, Mom. Hiya, Pop. Oh, morning, Junior, Hiya. Gee, didn't you folks even get to bed last night? Oh,
1: we had three good hours sleep.
3: Uh-huh. Hey, who set off that alarm last yeah.
1: night?
2: Mm, that was this morning, dear. Oh. Run on, I'll get you some breakfast. Okay. See you tonight, Pop. I
1: hope so, son.
2: And I do wish you the best of luck on your call at that old Johnson Manufacturing Company, Oliver.
1: I'll probably drop off to sleep talking to him, oh. if I get in to talk to him. Yeah, uh, say, talk to who, oh, Oliver? Oh, never mind, just Oh,
2: just, just to... to Mr. Johnson. Oliver can't seem to ever get in to see him.
1: Oh, I'm doing all right. Well, I always say two heads are better than one. Unless they're both on the same person. Yep. Well, can I
4: help any other? No,
1: no, no, thanks. You know, I
4: used to do some mighty fine selling. Uh, yeah, back yeah, no old.
1: thanks. You wouldn't understand steel brackets and stuff like that. Bob. Well, look here, Oliver. I always say selling is selling. Whether it's long
2: underwear or brackets, ain't it? Please, Father, let Oliver work
4: this out alone. Uh, yes. Uh, I just thought I could help. Uh, say, who is this old coot, here?
1: He's not an old coot. He's a real smart businessman. Uh, Johnson Manufacturing.
4: Just relax, Father. There's no use in letting this feller now get off the hook, Oliver. Oh. You know, I still got my old sales manual we used when I was on the road, selling longies. Longies, it, huh? Longies. Guaranteed not to run, rattle, bag, or bend.
1: Yeah, 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 that's all right for longies, but this is a modern day.
4: Well, good luck, dear.
1: Yeah. I'll see that Johnson today. I'll have to sit in his office until midnight. <laughs>
3: Johnson & Company. No, no, I'm sorry. Mr. Johnson is in conference. No, I'm sorry. I can't disturb him now.
1: Uh, how do you do? Uh, my name is, uh...
3: Oliver Anderson. Oh, yeah. You're with the Tufts Company and you want to know if you can see Mr. Johnson.
1: Uh, yes. He's in. Good.
3: But he's in conference. Oh. He won't be able to see anyone for a while.
1: Well, uh, I won't bother anyone if I wait. Oh,
3: no, of course not. Hmm. <laughs> I guess you've read all those magazines yesterday and the day before. Here's the paper.
1: Oh, thanks. i well, just have to wait, I guess. Surely has to come out sometime for air, which generally do. Well,
3: that's most of my story. That's how I happened to come to Hollywood, Mr. Anderson.
1: Yeah, you've had a pretty hard pull, haven't you? I don't suppose you'd like to hear about me. Mm-hmm. But there isn't so much to tell. I was born of normal parents. I met Mary when I was 24. We were married like most people do.
3: Mr. Anderson, you certainly have a struggle, haven't you? Well... Oh, my goodness. Look at the time. I generally go to the bank at two, but I have to wait till I see Mr. Johnson. Gee, I hope he gets back pretty soon. Gets back? Uh-huh, yeah. He went out about ten. Huh? When that little red light goes on there, he's gone out the back way. When he comes back in, he turns it out.
1: And you let me sit here all day like this?
3: But your story was so absorbing.
1: Oh. Was he in there alone or someone with him?
3: Someone was with him. Some elderly man.
1: From the Ajax Manufacturing Company?
3: I don't think so. He didn't say.
1: He didn't say?
3: No. He just said, I want to see Mr. Johnson. Walked right by me and went in. I was mortified.
1: Hmm. Was he kind of tall, gray-haired? Uh,
3: laughed a lot and talked real loud.
1: Well, uh, talked a lot. Longies. The sales manual.
3: Huh. Oh, oh, here's Mr. Johnson now. Just coming in. The same man.
4: Sure, so you see what I mean, Johnson. Even a kid can do better than you did. Uh,
1: hi, hi, father. Yes, you're a hard
4: feller to uh, teach anything to, uh, Johnson. You're too set in your way. Hey,
1: hey, hi, hi, father.
4: I'll well, hey, go on hey, in hey. when we have time for a second. Well, hope it's not as
3: bad as that last you Hey, hey. Oh. That's the man. You know him?
1: Uh, slightly.
3: Why don't you come back tomorrow, Mr. Anderson? Maybe he'll be gone by then.
1: Yes, I know he will. He'll be gone tonight. No, it's Oliver.
2: Well, oh. oh dear, what's wrong? Aren't you home early? I am. Where's father?
1: That's what I want to talk to you about.
2: You mean something's wrong?
1: Something's been wrong ever since he blew in on three tires and a loud laugh. Oh,
2: no. Now what is it, Oliver?
1: Well, I hope that's someone beside your father.
2: I'll see who it is, dear. Just sit down. Oh, Homer. Won't you come in, Homer? Uh, howdy, Mary. Looking
5: right, Pert. Oh. Hey, uh, I just seen Oliver come home. <laughs> nothing wrong with I here. don't
2: think so, Homer. No? He's in here.
5: Oh,
1: uh, hi, Homer. What are you smiling about?
5: Oh, I ain't smiling, Oliver. I'm garage-bound again. Mm. Yep, these here marital troubles are turning me gray. Oh,
2: no, not again, Homer.
5: Yep. What's wrong uh, with
1: Martha now? You spent half your life in the garage.
5: Oh, uh, I don't know, Oliver. Uh, maybe it's the playboy in me she don't understand.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, oh. Homer... Has my father been with you today?
1: Your father had no money to spend. Why should Homer be with him?
2: Why, he did too, Oliver. He had five dollars.
1: Where'd he get it?
2: I gave it to him. You can't expect a man to run around with no money, Oliver. (laughs) Yep, yep, he did. He he had five dollars.
1: Well, and if he did, you'll probably find him in the back row of the chorus at the burlesque show.
5: Well, what happened to you, Homer? Oh, I I don't know, Mary. I'd rather not say. I just get to blaming other people and... You know me, I ain't the kind of fella who hides behind someone else's skirts.
1: Well, come on, you can tell us. We don't like him either.
5: Oliver, what talk? Well... Well, I, I, I was supposed to pour in cement for Patterson this morning, but instead of that, I, I thought I'd show your paw around a bit. Yeah. You knew we had
1: $5 at that time.
5: Uh, well, yes, yes, I
1: did. Mm-hmm.
5: And Martha's angry
2: because you neglected your work to take Father around.
5: Well, uh, that was one reason, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I guess she had a good reason for that, but... Uh, She didn't know I wasn't working until she walked by the pool hall and and seen me and your pa sitting in the chairs in front. What Uh, were you doing in the pool hall with father?
1: Homer just told you he knew your father had five dollars.
5: Well, it was your pa who wanted to shoot a couple of games. Oh, no, Homer. You wouldn't take advantage of my father. Take advantage of him? Why, that old sheep herder uh, took me for three dollars I was saving for a pair of shoes for Marthy. Oh,
2: Well, I'm sure Father won't keep the money, Homer. I'll see he gives it back to you.
1: And you can pick up life and go on again, Homer.
5: No, no, it won't work this time, Oliver. Not this time. Her her pride's been hurt.
2: Something concerning Father?
5: Well, uh, yes, but I don't blame him. Uh, You see, he didn't know I was married to her, no. Homer,
2: oh, I'm embarrassed to death. Really, I am.
5: Well, uh, we were sitting in a couple of chairs in front of the pool hall when Marthy comes by and... And she stopped and put her hands on her hips and, oh, boy, and just glared at me. Mm. Oh, no, Homer. Well, then what happened? Well, your your pa looked back at her and and, and said to me real loud like, Who's that old buzzard staring at? Oh. And? Well, that's the last thing I remember. (laughs) I'll never know what she had in that handbag, Oliver, to help me, but it bounced off my head and... Knocked out two dogs sleeping in the next chair.
2: Oh dear! Well, I'll speak to him the minute he comes home, Homer. Oh, he'll certainly apologize to Martha.
1: Yeah, that's the first complaint we've had so far, Homer. Hey, first one. Yeah. Why
5: yes. Uh, well, uh, uh, ain't Mister Briggs been over yet? Briggs.
2: Mister Briggs, cross the street. Uh, we no. Well,
5: he will. Over oh, then. That ain't my affair. Well, I'll be on my way to my dear old garage. Well, uh, yeah.
2: Good luck, Homer.
5: Well, thanks, Mary. I'm sure sorry everything turned out this
2: way. Oh, no, that's all right, Homer. We'll fix
5: it for you. Yeah. Well, don't be too hard on your paw. You know, he's just a great big
2: slobbering old kid. Oliver. Hmm. I've never been so humiliated in my life.
1: I don't know. I oh. thought the same thing when I first saw Marthy. Oh. But regardless, your father has to go.
2: Oh, well, where are you going, Oliver?
1: I'm packing his grip and his slippers and his kimono and that 10 cent can of talcum powder. Well, I'd be glad to get rid of that smell.
0: Now, back to the Anderson family. Well, Mary's father has caused quite a disturbance in the Anderson's neighborhood, and Oliver is packing his grip so the father will take the hint and leave. Oh, hand me that kimono.
1: Ooh, what a color. I'll pack that right in now. But, Oliver, that isn't right. Well, it's the only way. Hand me that 10-cent can of Lure of the Tenements talcum powder.
2: I just won't have this, Oliver. He's my father. Well, that's
1: why I'm doing this in such a subtle way, Mary.
2: Well, you'll have to take some of those bottles of coal tonic out of the grip.
1: Yeah, nobody ever had that many coals. Ooh, 19 <sharp inhale> Wait, of this Wait,
2: maybe that's father now. Please put the grip out of sight. Oh, Good afternoon, Mr. Briggs. May I come
6: in? Why, of course. My visit is not very pleasant, Mrs. Anderson.
2: Well, I'm assuming as much. Won't you come in here? It's much cozier. How's Mrs. Briggs?
6: Mrs. Briggs's health has nothing to do with this visit, Mrs. Anderson. Where's your husband?
2: Huh? Oh, Oliver? Well, I'll call him. Oliver! Mr. Briggs wants to talk to you. What does that phony want? <laughs> oh, well... He'll be right in, Mister Briggs. How
6: long is that bad going to stay here,
2: man? You mean Oliver? Well, I hope forever. Why?
6: I'm thinking of that bad, that that older bad.
1: Oh, uh, hi, Briggs. What are you smiling about?
6: I'm not smiling, Anderson. Nor neither will you when I present my bill. Bill.
2: Uh, what's wrong?
6: Who is this new rumor you've taken in? What is this
2: rumor? Oh, why, he's my father.
6: Oh. That's what he said. So I load him by large stilson and wrench. Well, didn't he bring it back? He brought it back in three pieces. He has absolutely ruined the wrench. Oh.
1: Don't you have a gate on your property? Why, do I need one? Well, if you have one, you'd better lock it for a few days. Mrs. Briggs is very
6: upset over this, oh. and she demands that I get a new wrench out of the deal.
2: Oh. Why, well, what, what happened he to it?
6: It looks as though he pounded some sort of metal with it. He's broken it beyond repair. Well,
1: look, now, we're waiting for him to show up right now. We'll take it up with him when he gets in.
6: That will not be sufficient. Melissa, my uh, wife, told me not to come back home till I got paid for that wrench. Think she'd recognize you in a long beard? Very well, very well, if that's the way you feel about it. No, no,
2: no, you're (laughs) right, Mr. Briggs. Uh, How much
1: is the wrench? Oh, Mary. $9.27.
6: How much? I'll
2: get the money for you. It's partly our fault, too. Mm.
6: I feel like a heel,
1: Anderson. Oh, well, it'll wear off. I'm. Under terrible pressure, Anderson. Yes, I know. I've seen her. I, I'm a heel, Anderson. Oh, come
6: now. You're in a rut. To think I would cause a fellow bad all this trouble.
2: Here you are, Mr. Briggs.
6: Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Anderson. Oh. Thank you. Uh, what's this? Only $9.17. Huh? Do you have a dime, Oliver? Oh,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. Here. Now, is that right?
6: Yes, that's correct. And thank you very much. It will be so happy. Uh,
2: Oliver, this is humiliating.
1: Well, it isn't doing me any good either. Well, maybe we should get on with our packing.
2: Well, I'll start dinner. Remember, I was only able to get one pound of steak. It's all Schultz had. So please go easy on it. I don't want to hurt father's feelings.
1: Hurt father's feelings?
2: Well, as long as he's a guest here, he'll be treated as one. Well, I'll have to start soon if we're going to eat.
1: We won't have a friend left at this rate, Mary. Oh,
2: well, don't say anything tonight. He'll be tired and cross.
1: Well, I'm not exactly smiling. Oh, and
2: please remember, pass the meat to father first. There isn't a whole lot.
1: That's out, Mary. I don't have to be polite after what's happened.
2: Just remember what I said about passing the meat to father.
1: Okay, I'll do it. But he'd better make good on his first stab, because I'm going in right behind him. Oh,
2: you do no such thing, Oliver Anderson. I'll try. Listen. Huh? Doesn't that sound like Father's car? i he's here, safe and sound.
1: I'll take his drip out to the car. No need of his coming way in here.
2: Hurry, Father. Dinner's almost ready.
1: I don't think he heard you, Mary.
4: He'll be right in, Mary. Oh, You okay, can hear a father. dinner bell and a
1: cyclone, that character. All right. Now as wait has a full stomach before we break the news. We can do that much for him.
2: I'm afraid I can't go through with it, Oliver. My own father. Well... Look, let me handle it my way.
1: Huh, the playboy of Gravel Pit Junction.
2: Now,
4: remember, I'll handle this. Well, well, we made it, Mary. Hope you didn't worry. Uh, come on in, Joe.
1: Huh? Uh, Joe. Well, we were just going to call the cops.
4: <laughs> you see, Joe wanted to tell you. Oliver's a great boy. Oh, you haven't met Oliver, have you? Well, could we wait till we eat? Mary, Mary, Oliver, I want you to meet my friend, Joe. Oh. Oh. Here, I met him in the bus station. I got to talking to him, and doggone if he wasn't a neighbor of mine. Yep. You see, I lived in Nebraska, and he lived just over the line in Kentucky. Well,
1: that's closer than if he'd lived in New Jersey.
2: Oh, how do you do, Joe? Uh, uh, hi, lady.
5: I'm
4: pleased to meet you.
1: Well, I suppose you boys have eaten. Oh, no,
4: not us, not us. No, sir, not when we can get that good old home-cooked food. I was afraid of that.
2: Well, I'll, uh... I'll go get dinner on the table. I'll give you
1: a lift on it, Mary.
4: Okay, now, now, Joe, I want you to sit down right here. That's it. You know, I told you, Joe, that these were mighty fine people. Yep, my own daughter, too.
5: Hey, when did they start shoving out the grub?
4: Oh, right away, right away. Don't you worry, none. Always plenty of grub here.
5: Yeah, what kind of eats we going to have for supper, do you suppose, huh? Well, I don't know,
4: but you can always bet it's going to be good. Yep, you know, I always said Mary was a better cook than her mother.
1: March yeah. into the... Who is this leech he brought home?
2: Oh, now, Oliver, please don't embarrass, Father. Well,
1: all I can say is from now on, it's every man for himself. Did you call Junior? Yes, dear, yes, of course. Well, you'd better pass the meat to him first.
2: But is that polite, Oliver?
1: No, but he'll get something to eat that way. Hey, shoot that meat down this way, Oliver. Uh, yeah, just yeah. a minute. Here, Junior, take a piece of this meat.
3: I'll wait till it comes back down this way, Pop.
1: Take it now. It isn't coming back.
3: Well, okay.
4: Listen
1: to your father.
3: Uh, There you are. Here, Father.
4: The meat? Oh, 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 thanks, Mary. Thanks for the meat. Mm -hmm. Well... Well, Joe, uh, hold your plate now. That's okay, I can reach it. Oh, Joe, shucks. Come on, take some more. Oh, well, well, there's plenty where this come from. Uh, yeah.
2: uh, maybe Joe doesn't want all that meat, Father.
1: Who oh, don't? Uh, well, look, I, I thought that uh, this would be a good time to mention that we eat again tomorrow, too.
2: Uh, have, have you been in California long,
4: Joe?
1: Nope, nope, I ain't. I'm on my way up to Reno. Way to Reno? Yeah, yep. couldn't you yeah. have found a shorter route? Oh, okay. I'm away way of St. Louis. Wait right? a
4: minute now i tell you, Joe's having trouble with his wife, Over. Oh, well. Yeah, ain't been speaking now for 12 years. Well, why
1: did you wait till now to divorce her? Oh, yeah, yeah. How about that, Joe?
5: Well, I, I wanted to wait until she'd been terminated at the factory. Hey, pass the butter, will you, punk? Oh, butter, butter.
4: Sure, sure,
2: I hope everything is done to suit you all.
1: You can't prove it by me. Mary, get a few more napkins for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> See, Joe ought to tell you. I told you, Oliver, it was a card. <laughs> uh, can you eat in a lower key?
2: Well, I guess we're about ready for Such dessert. chomping. Your plate, Father. Tut,
1: tut, tut. Not yet, Mary. Uh, here's mine, Mary. You won't even have to wash it.
2: Uh, how about you, Joe?
1: Yeah, what's for dessert?
2: Why, uh, uh, bread pudding.
1: Bread pudding, eh?
4: Got any raisins in it?
2: Uh, why, yes. <laughs>
4: Meet me.
3: Oh, Father... Did you hurt your hand?
4: <laughs> Shucks, no, but I believe I broke the plate.
3: Oh.
1: Good. It gets us to the dessert quicker.
3: I'll have some bread pudding, too, Mom.
2: I've only two hands. Can't wait on everyone at once. What hey, is Mom, it? I just asked us all.
1: Well, I don't see where Junior's to blame for all this bedlam. I
2: didn't say he was. I've taken just about all I can stand. I'm only one person. Whoa. Joe left for the night, Father?
4: Nope. Just went down to the gas station to fill up my car.
2: Oh, now, Father, you're not going out again tonight with that Joe. Y-
4: yes, I am. I'm driving him to Reno. Uh... Yep, then I'll scoot on back home. I'm kind of getting lonesome for Ma. Now, well,
1: let me pay for the gas,
4: will you? No, no, no. Got money of my own, Oliver. Oh, you have? Advanced check on my commission. Commission. Commissions? commissions? Oh, doggone it. I plum forgot to tell you folks about well, it. Well, come on. You forgot what? Uh, let well, see. Doggone it. I got it here somewhere. Uh, uh, chocolate bar for Junior. Mm, kind of bent up. Uh, but the vitamins are still there. See, uh, my sales manual for longest. Yeah, you can quit carrying that around. Oh, though. no, no, I can't, Oliver. You see, I'm putting it right here on this table. Never mind, that. You mean. might need it sometime.
2: Oh, but you'll need it, Father. Nope, nope.
4: My selling days are all over, Mary. Good for you. It's a darn good book, though. Fella
1: fellow who got that up knew something. Yeah, I realize that. But suppose just for my enlightenment. Why did you snub me today in Johnson's office? Why did you just barge right in there against all ethics in business? That was part of the deal, son. Deal? See, it
4: says, yeah, it says in the manual not to let nothing interfere with your deal. Once you made the preliminary crash, then, brother, I'd made it. But if you'd introduced me, I could have done some business. Nope, nope, you couldn't have done it, Oliver. You couldn't. The huh? Ajax Company's price was way lower than yours. So I steered him off them brackets. Now, wait a minute. You mean he isn't going to buy any brackets now? That's right. I swung him to horseshoes. Horseshoes? Yep. Uh, Everybody can make brackets, Oliver, but nobody can make my patented horseshoes. Ringer Ever Time brand. I told Johnson that the Tupps Company was itching to make them.
1: Well, guess we could. But a couple hundred horseshoes isn't going to make Tupp's very happy with me. Couple hundred? Good heavens, Oliver. He wants two million of them. Two Two million? You mean he... Now, here's a contract. (sighs) Yeah, but suppose he backs out. Oh, he don't
4: back out of contracts like this one. Like the longest sales manual says. When you get them tied, throw on another knot. Hmm. uh, What's the matter, Mary? You you don't look happy about it.
2: Well, Dad, uh, it isn't that. It's... Just that I'm so very ashamed of myself.
4: Well, yeah, you see, we had your bag all packed. Yeah, yeah. I guess I kind of had it coming too. Well, I would was...
2: You can't leave now, Dad.
4: Oh, shucks. Just let me have some fun. You know, I never saw Reno, and always wanted to see. <coughs>
2: Oh, that must be Joe.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, sure have to hurry. I'll get your grip for you. Just sit still.
2: Now, be careful on your trip and wire me if you need anything. Hi, Grandpa. Oh, gosh
4: almighty, I bum forgot to tell Junior goodbye.
3: You mean you're leaving? Yeah. Grandpa's going to Reno
4: for a trip, dear. Oh,
3: well, gee, now, Grandpa, I wasn't really mad because you took the axles out of my wagon for horseshoe steaks. <laughs>
4: I know you
1: aren't, Junior, but you just be a good boy now, and you? You come and see me sometime. Now, here's your grip, and you know something funny? What? I kind of hate to see Father go and how that he is gone. And the funny thing is, I think you mean it, Oliver. Oh, well, I do.
2: How about the sandwiches, Dad? No, no,
4: Mary, eat on the way. Well, so long, folks, and uh, thanks for putting up with me. Oh, no, it wasn't that bad. But... I'll write you now from Reno, and thanks for a swell meeting. Well, goodbye, 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 Dad. Goodbye, right, Dad. Bye. Goodbye, Dad.
2: Hmm. Poor Dad. Now I'll worry, because
1: he's gone. Yeah, I suppose so. Hey, hey, the contract. Two million horseshoes.
3: And hogtied, Father says. She He forgot his sales manual on longies, Pop. Gee, I'd better try and catch him. Never... No, no, never mind, Junior. Gee, you mean you're going to keep it? Pop but... said it was a phony piece of literature. Wait a
1: minute. I said no such thing. And let me tell you one thing, young man. Your grandfather's a swell person. He's always welcome in our house.
3: But, Pop,
1: you told me yourself that he... I told you no such thing. And don't ever let me hear you speak disrespectfully about an older person. Hmm. Two million ringer every time horseshoes. Oliver
2: Anderson, after what you've said about I my said father. I said nothing
1: about your I... father. Now, ah, don't oh,
2: start. Here the... we go again, folks.
0: The Anderson Family is written by Howard Swart, directed by Herb Lytton, and features Dick Lane as Oliver, Louise Arthur as Mary, Walter Tetley as Junior, and Herbert Rawlinson as Homer. Mary's father was played by Doug Young, Mr. Briggs by George Peroni, and the secretary by Ginny Johnson. Music by Gordon Kibbe, sound effects by Ray Erlenborn, and your announcer is Ken Peters. The Anderson Family is a Hollywood broadcaster's production, transcribed from Hollywood.